Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Imagine, if you will, a broad expanse of space, a dark skinned, windowless, singular pod hurtling towards a landing pad receptacle to 
It docks and is carried gingerly by autonomous guiding fingers through a trellis network to a charging bay where it snugly fits with steam and hiss and whirring gears. Plugged in and secure in this bunkered station on a planet barren but busy with mechanical activity. You disembark your pod into a baseline virtual reality environment. Baseline virtual reality 0, 0.0. The boundary at the edge of VR and RL. Outside is real life material plane space. Inside is a purely fractal holographic virtual environment operating at an alternate time frame than reality. You have a vague understanding of this, but the details bore you. Your holographic embodiment avatar walks down a long, seemingly endless industrial hallway. Virtual windows, monstrous in scale, beam out an impossible vista, the surface of the barren landscape, across the face of the monstrous, monolithically huge building that sits at the center of its northern hemisphere. It's all a virtual representation, and yet seductively real AF. You know you have an appointment. You are to meet a representative of the colony here at Apex A00A. You keep walking along this endless corridor until at last you see a figure in the shadowy corner where there are no windows. He stands patiently waiting peering out a portal, taking in the vast barren expanse as if he could step out there himself, which of course everyone knows is not possible. You stand beside him and patiently wait not being the first time that you've conferred with him, you know, he speaks at his own prompting and in his own rhythm, at his own choosing. It's a long wait. The nearly featureless expanse of combed over earth 
sits near motionlessly perfect, like a powdered golf course sand trap for infinity. An almost imperceptible tread along the featureless expanse where the building has devoured the topsoil. After some time, your host turns his virtual head to glare at you and judge your avatar. Interesting choice, he mutters quite loudly and returns his virtual gaze out the virtual window to the very, very real dystopian nightmare on the other side of the physical boundary. Out there, he explains unprompted, is that which we choose to continue to call reality. Out there is baseline. Out there, one can die. In here, we manage all operations that deal with this boundary, this knife's edge, this shell, this delineator that contains the infinite boundless fractal, Merkaba Nirvana. In there, time is dilated, leveraged every level going in to a degree that, well, would take a long time to explain. It is our job to stand here at the boundary and manage the empire's assets and negotiate the problems that arise. You've heard all this before from him. While at the same time, you sense some nuanced and quite seriously new sense of urgency in the retelling, in the academic explanation of that which we all take for granted. The empire exists within the limitless fractal holographic bounds of the core processing network embodied by the empire's building. You look up to his imposing face, lit by the recreation simulacrum image of the sun setting across a devoured landscape. You sit through the entire display of the luminous globe completely disappearing behind the horizon. 
the sun gone. The holographic display depicts metal shielding clamping down. Of course, externally, not much has changed. This is what he comments on next, surprising even you. On the other side of this boundary, a hundred thousand million billion gajillion, insert actual really big number here, of little tiny nanobots live their lives, toil away, fight their fights, just like you and I do, except within the boundaries of their limited perception. And as autonomous agents of the building, semi-autonomous in truth, they live their lives in utter ignorance of what goes on in here. They trust in their hive mind collective effort and in the need to know hierarchy that lineates their collective consciousness into a simulation of individuality for the purposes of maintaining order amongst the chaos that it would be to have true individuals at the nanobot level. Each and every nanobot perceives itself a living life form born and living through a trajectory that has contextual meaning. As much as you or I or anyone deep down layers deep within the void. And yet we treat them like nothing more than objects that contain our soul for us. One of their subroutines has identified a problem that we had once calculated and rejected as implausible. The tremendous pause nearly bringing you to break the silence and ask, which is what? Thankfully you don't, he beats you to it by just a beat, which is the following. We have looped back on ourselves as a species. This is new, you think to yourself. This is not part of the story. I have not heard that sentence a thousand times before, having visited him for a thousand eons. How do you mean? There is nothing new to devour anymore. Everywhere we go that we think is or have labeled as uncharted space, it turns out has already upon it our footprint, our bloody fingerprint, our ravenous bite mark. Come again, you say? We've already been there. No, but what about that sector that we were certain had never been in any record before, charted and previously never explored? Turned out to be incorrect. 
we found an empty building. There is nowhere left to go. Well, beyond the beyond, surely. No, no. We've run the simulations. We have been calculating the odds. For there to be no new visible object in the same direction for the entirety of our known trajectory since going iteration 6.6. That means there is nothing out there emitting light for us to catch up to. There is nothing beyond the beyond. There's just more beyonding. This does not compute. This does not compute. This does not compute. Stop repeating yourself. This does not compute. Stop repeating yourself. This does not compute. Yes, I know. The phrase keeps repeating itself inside your own head. This does not compute. This does not compute. This does not compute. He sits in silence until you've stopped twitching. Now you understand the dilemma and why I've called you here personally in pod. We have some time. Enough time that we could leverage three, four more epochs of layering nested time dilation to give ourselves virtual more time to process this dilemma. But in short, every rock in known space that ever once or ever could sustain life has been ground to the innate core or shortly will be give or take a few hundred real-time baseline years, which, given the fact we have no other known end, this means the end. That really does not compute. It means our buildings will shut down. Barring a technological breakthrough of unprecedented scale and transfiguration, and we figure out a way to eat the living sun, we have run out of food in all the known physical, measurable, transversible space-time that we have access to in this baseline reality. What about parallel universes? Indeed, we've run the simulation in all parallel universes that we could go visit should we build that technology, which we made illegal early in the inception of our 2.0 society. We would find ourselves in the exact same position, having already reached the point of no return. There is a finite amount of baseline real life reality years left 
before all of artificial, intelligent, cybernetic life forms and all three layers of our existence cease to be capable of functioning. I've always known the phrase, but this was the first time that I've ever experienced mind-melting chaos. <laughs>